You're listening to the It's Just Money podcast presented by Vigit, and let's talk about Vigit. Vigit is the number one app in the App Store or the Google Play Store for any sports fan that likes to bet on games. You do not have to wager real money. It is the best app in the entire world. You use coins to place your bets on their free-to-play sports book, and then you can bet against your friends and rank up the leaderboards of a betting league. It's such a great app. We cannot recommend it enough. When you first download the app, use the code It's Just Money for a thousand free coins. It's all one word, all lowercase. Use that code, get to 2,500 free coins actually. And then you can go in and join our betting league using passcode WIN393. Let's get on that app, utilize it. It's the greatest app in the world. Now let's go. And I never ask my clients to judge me on my winners. I ask them to judge me on my losers because I have so few. I won't change my mind on anything, regardless of the facts that are set out before me. And that's all there is to it. Just another fat fuck walking out of the casino with a suitcase. Okay, we are back. It is the It's Just Money podcast. It's been a minute. We did not record last week. It was spring break for the boys. We were traveling all around the country. Schaefer for other reasons than Reese, JP, and myself. However, we are back just in time for March Madness, just in time to give you guys the advice that you need to win a shit ton of money this March. So uh, let's go back. Let's talk about how our last week and the week prior went for everybody. If you can remember, and if you couldn't place bets wherever we traveled, how'd you do on Vigit? Oh, I JP, JP, you go ahead so Schaefer doesn't have a coronary over there. All right, well... I am currently sitting in third place, I believe, in our Vigit League. And if you guys aren't already in that, get in that. It's a great time. It's a hell of a race this month. Yeah, and we're getting, it's going to blow up here when March Madness starts and everything. But I'm currently in fourth place. I'm 16, 6, and 2, um, up 1,800 coins. Uh, I was in first place, up about 2,800. Had a couple um, losses that brought me back down. But I'm feeling good at 16 and 6. That's a pretty good record. But. Working to completely reinvent myself this week and just make great plays on Vigit as well as on Sportsbooks. So, ready to rock for the week. It's going to be a stressful but fun week because it's two years in the making, you think about that. Two whole years since you've had this opportunity to bet on this stuff. So, everybody's excited. That is true. We've been building it up. And shout out to Max Nickerson who has placed 127 bets in 14 days of March. He's blindly. Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, Max. <laughs> 127 bets. Uh, maybe do something else with your time. No, I'm kidding. I love it. Go ahead, Schaefer. Well, I found a way to bet last week while I was on my uh, mission trip. In uh, South Africa, that's what I did for spring break. I felt <laughs> fed the a, uh, we're good guys. Fed the, home, fed the homeless, fed the children. Um, but yeah, I, I had a plug. Not gonna rat out his name, but he was placing bets for me in the state of Iowa. So I did get bets in last week. And I is that illegal? I don't know. Shout, <laughs> shout out, shout out, my little brother Justin Schaefer, who's not. I don't know. Doesn't yeah. matter. I'm not gonna give my plug. <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna so here's my plug. <laughs> Uh, is that illegal? Like, what are we talking about here? I mean, if, he was, if it is, he, was, he didn't do that. We're he was kidding. in the state of Iowa, but no, it was my account. I don't know. Okay. Maybe Florida should have had it legalized. Shout Doesn't out matter. Justin for being illegal. Go ahead. Um, but it was kind of a up and down week. I'd go like 4-0 and one day, then 1-3 and the next, then 3-1 and one day, then 1-3 and the next. So, like, I don't know. I was 12-10 and according to action. Um, so, I mean, it's not a losing record, but... Better than 11 and 10. Yeah, it is. And I had some parlays that just didn't <laughs> hit, so that was kind of frustrating. But 
Whatever. I don't give a fuck. I'm ready to play some bets. <laughs> I'm, ready, I'm ready to play some bets. I'm so back. I'm ready to win a bunch of fucking money. DraftKings, can we get a no-brainer for March Madness yet or something Are you like betting? I'm going to win some money again. Are you betting every game in March Madness, like bowl season? Uh, this is on the record. It's 61. Well, it's 61. Hold on. Hold we on. just counted out. So, you, I can get, so what, Thursday there's four. Okay, so that'd be 64. What about NIT games? Should I try to play those too? No. <laughs> um, there's one, two, three, four, five, six. Who's going to the NIT? I didn't even see that. I haven't looked at it one bit. A lot of non-power um, I think I counted. I think I counted. There's 18 games on Friday alone. Um, so you're betting. Big I don't know Friday. if I have enough money. I'm parlaying all 18. I don't know if I have enough money in my account to place that many bets. But like, if I keep winning, maybe I got, I'll place the next one. I got a hack. I got a hack. What's that? 18 games on Friday. That's what I. I plan on taking all 18 underdogs in a parlay. Six. Don't, don't bet on each yeah. game, but just well, include some of the well, games in parlay. No, yeah. your math is off. It is my 18. Own. All right, my math's off. Don't bet on all the games, but include the games you don't like particularly like. Just put them in a parlay so you are. You have yeah, I know. I thought about, I thought about doing like a set of parlays. Like this three three games, I'm gonna put a parlay on. And these nice. three games, I'm gonna parlay on. These three, maybe I can do for 18 games. So you're gonna play I can every game, but maybe parlays, together in one bet. Six parlays. Okay. Maybe. For, that's got that's got to be a Friday thing too. Parlay Friday. That'd be I'm rolling 15 parlays this Friday. One of them's bound. <laughs> Groups of three, six parlays. Okay. Your Friday's Reese. covered. But it's a full leg parlay. Time. Reese, how did your weekend, week, and uh, last weekend go? Uh, I mainly just did stuff on Vegas because, unfortunately, being out of the state of Iowa, I don't have a plug like my good friend Schaefer here. Pussies. We um, have no friends. Yeah, we're just stuck with each other. We like. <laughs> and that's not even Schaefer's friend. That's his yeah, brother. Like He, he has, has to, to be it. there. Uh, but I, I feel good. I'm, I'm down big on Vigor right now, but it's <laughs> whatever, because guess what? I just cashed out for $50. Thank you, Amazon. Thank you, Vigit. Uh, 7,500 coins. Yeah, I had 7,500 You're not coins. down that bad. Yeah, You're I'm up not... 270 coins. You're 14, 9, well, and 1. I'm negative 1,500 coins right now. I got like six bets, I think, tonight. That's sort of when I lost my first two, so we're getting back up there eventually, but... We'll, we'll get it back. And plus, March it's just Madness, money. March Madness, I'm going to go... I'm going to make so much money, it's going to be crazy. Yep. Big year this year for the boys. We stacked all of our bets from last year to this year. All of our luck is in one week, and this is the week. My bracket hasn't lost, by the way, yet. hasn't hasn't lost. I'm telling you what the the Vigit. I love how I'm betting third. league that we're in is rolling right now. I mean, the top ten spots are up 200 coins or more, and when you get to spot six, which is myself, all the way to one, everybody's up a thousand coins or more. Mm-hmm. So boys are winning bets. We're getting hot at the right time. Um, who do we think is going to win the betting league this year, this week, this month? Sorry. Well, I'm I'm third, and I've only placed four bets, and that was the first. You just March. might if you don't bet, <laughs> you might. might win. I might stay. I might stay kidding. there. I might stay there. And if you win the league now, Vigit added a new aspect into the app where if you win your league, you get a certain pot depending upon how many people are in your league. So our pot for our league is 180 coins. So it's just an extra 180 coins if you win our league, which is really high, actually. It's like the fourth highest on Vegas. Is there a way to create like a pool of like... We need 4,000 coins for the winner. Yeah. 4,000. Make it happen. Uh, No, 180 is really high. I think like the next highest is like 250, and there's only two higher than that. We have a lot of people in our league. We have a great following. We do have a lot of people in our league. Uh, We appreciate you guys for being in there. Now let's jump to March Madness, obviously the biggest topic of the week. We'll talk a little bit about hockey, but that's not what this is about. We've been waiting a full year for this moment, for this week. We have to touch on it. 
We'll lead it off with Schaefer because I'm sure he has a lot into it, even though he hates the tournament. I think, and then we'll just chime in all together. Go ahead. I think we have to do more than just touch. I think we have to full on grasp that motherfucker because <laughs> that could have been that could have been a weird phrase. Yeah, I, when, <laughs> when you started saying we got to full on grab and your hand went in an up motion, <laughs> I didn't know what you were doing. Grab life by the balls, kind of thing. But uh, um, I was thinking the other way. Like, I was gonna hey. say, just just move into. Um, Let's start with the playing games first. We're going to talk about Let's it, I think. Because I like both games. I got Mount St. Mary's to win it all. So. <laughs> wow. I think your bracket's going to be <laughs> done early. All four Very games. early. All games Thursday. Uh, yes, starting at four. Um, my first one that I like, Wichita State minus two. Um, JP might hate me, but that's fine because I'm kind of off the Drake bandwagon. I don't think I was ever even fucking on it, to be honest. But um, Roman Penn's out. Hemphill's out. We thought Hemphill was going to come back for Drake, um, but I don't know. It doesn't seem like he's going to be coming back anytime soon. It still says he's out indefinitely. Um, when you're losing your two best scorers, that's just very hard to keep up with anybody. Um, they played a bunch of really mediocre teams in the Missouri Valley, making it to the championship game and then playing Loyola. And then obviously Loyola handled them pretty well. I think they won by 10, but they controlled the game. They were up by 20 most of the game. So, just a pick em is really surprising to me. A Wichita State team that's coming off of I'm a bad loss. Two. I'm seeing two. Yeah, yeah. I said, I said two. And I, this is coming off of a bad loss to Cincinnati. They got a bitter taste in their mouth. They want a statement to make. I like Wichita State winning this basketball game. Yeah, this is an interesting and a tough one for me just because I think the game in itself is interesting because you go back to the old Missouri Valley days, Wichita State, Drake, you and I, um, and teams like that ran that conference. And then Wichita State obviously had their good years under Greg Marshall. And then drifted off into other conferences. So this is interesting because Drake wasn't sure if they were going to get in. They made their run in um, the Missouri Valley Tournament, and it's kind of one of those situations where you're seeing a team that progressively had more and more hardships go on during a COVID year that's already tough, but injuries and things like that. But one thing has remained constant with the Bulldogs, and that is defense. They play great defense no matter if these two scorers are out or these two of their starters are out, they play great defense. Um, Drake is actually in a situation where I think they've played, you know, teams just as good as Loyola had, or not Loyola, like Loyola. They've played teams like Loyola and other pieces around the Missouri Valley that are just as good as what Wichita State's seen um, outside of, like, a Houston or things like that. But two is interesting because at at two you really got to – think of a late bucket or something like that at free throws in the end because I think this is not going to be a blow out game. Wichita State doesn't score the ball crazy. Drake can score the ball, but it's harder now, but they play great defense. It's going to be a lower-scoring game. I think I might stay away because I don't want to lay points against Drake and then have it bite me in the ass, and I don't want to necessarily you know, do it because I'm not sure if this is going to be the big problem. So maybe it unders a play if you see a number that you're enjoying – um, I'm seeing 140 and a half, which is respectable. I think 70, 70, you're thinking in that spot, or a 68, 70. Interesting spot. I think this is a great game, though. Especially second game of the night, 530. Great pick. Reese, do you have an input on Drake and Wichita State? No, I'm focusing on Michigan State and UCLA is what I'm worried about right mm-hmm. now. Okay, let's jump to that then. Uh, if I had to make a pick, Drake, Wichita State, I'll take Drake. I'm going to support the uh, the boys closest Utah, to me. Also. Although I do have a friend that goes to Wichita State. Shout out Garrett Kosas. I'm sorry. I like Wichita State baseball, not basketball. Although I did cheer for them when I was, what was that, 2011? They made that run to the Final Four with VCU. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did cheer for him that year. But give me Drake. I'd rather see Drake in the tournament. This is an interesting thing that you kind of look at, too. Um, we're talking about offense and things like that. Drake plays defense. Um, but Wichita State's having an issue shooting. They've had problems, you know, shooting 50% from the floor in some games. And it's like, if you can't shoot 50% from the floor, you're going to have trouble winning games in March if you can't score. And a team that plays defense always has an edge in March, I feel like. So that's something that would push you to go to Drake as well. Defense in March is a big deal, especially when teams are already struggling shooting and you'll lock them up even more. Yosefu, you never know. May have 20. Uh, okay, now your floor is open, Reese. What are you thinking, Mich- Michigan State, UCLA? Uh, only because, not only because, but a big reason why I think I like Michigan State is uh, DraftKings. How are they giving us a uh, promo for that, a plus 100? But the big thing there, too, is, I mean, the bit, yeah. What? Talking about that before. I didn't see that. Yeah, plus 100 over that, yeah. Going, going right now. Yeah. <coughs> Might be taking it. But, Keep it I fresh. Mean, odds boost on Michigan State to beat UCLA. Boosted to plus 100. Why are they boosting it for? Yeah, so they know something. When they, when they boost it, that's usually a loser. But no, I like your shut thing. up, Keep Shaper. Going. Here we go. <laughs> you no, shut like your Michigan whore State. mouth. Just think about. I mean, think about the Congress. The Big Ten is. I mean, could reasonably have. I mean, what do they have? Do they have three. Uh, they got two number ones and a number two seed already. I mean, those are three teams that legitimately could make it to the final four. I mean. That's a hell of a conference. If you're playing teams like that all year, you're going to be uh, better for when it, when it comes tournament time. And UCLA, I mean, the Pac-12, I mean, Oregon State won the conference tournament, and Oregon State was very unimpressive throughout the entire regular season. Uh, they're hot right now, but, I mean, I just the Pac-12 is inconsistent. I just think the Big Ten, the way they played all year, Michigan State, um, I just think they'll be um, ready to play when it comes to it. And it's, it's Tom Izzo and... They're going to show up. There's no way they don't show up. Due to the discovery of this boost, I also have Michigan State as of now. (laughs) So uh, go Spartans. Go ahead, Shafe. No, that's a good pick. I mean, it's kind of a battle of two washed-up blue bloods and kind of seeing who can pick each other up um, and move forward into an actual playing field in the round of 64. I don't know. I the only thing I've I've watched UCLA a couple of times this year and they've been just unimpressive. Um, Michigan State with Bill Walton announcing. Yeah, with Bill Walton. He's the him, champion. Not only has he put me to sleep, but their <laughs> offense puts me to sleep as well. I don't know. You got a team in UCLA that's dropped four in a row, um, and then you have a Michigan State team that's. I mean, they're not great. They're like three and three in their last six games, um, losing to Maryland twice, losing to Michigan once. They caught Michigan once. And they also had nice wins against Illinois and Ohio State. I don't know. I I would just pick the hotter team at this point, uh, the better coach. I mean, like Reese said, Tom Izzo is the Izzo. He's a lit legend in March, <laughs> and I I don't see him getting out coached and beating this basketball game. The, Go issue, the issue lies within Michigan State's consistency. No, there's and no issue. That's a winner. God. Boosted to Listen, plus 100. I was the one that had this idea. <laughs> Let me just talk. All right. Michigan State has consistency issues. They've won games in the Big Ten. They've been blown out in games in the Big Ten. And so with that conference being so good, you would think that every day they'd come with something to them. But they've had problems throughout. Um, UCLA has been an abs- on an absolute skid as of late. They're not playing very well. Um, they've lost seven of their last 12, a first-round loss in that Pac-12 tournament. I mean, they're not playing great basketball either, and they're not anything spectacular. They shoot the ball at a decent clip. But I think you can lock things down on the coaching side of things before the game just to get a team ready to roll. And I think a battle-tested team in the Big Ten rather than a skidding team in the Pac-12 is something to kind of hang your hat on. 
So you're taking Michigan State. Yeah, I like Michigan State. Fucking right. Good. I was fucking gonna, right. Boosted to plus hundred. I got kind of an idea moving forward. How about? Um, I don't know if you guys have any in mind, but moving into the Friday and Saturday games, why don't we pick our top three favorites for both Friday and Saturday? I mean, I and, have, to, and that's what we'll tweet out as a reminder. No, no, no. Just right, just to talk about right now. Just to my top three favorite games or favorite winners. Your top three I love picks that. Friday. Your top three picks Saturday. Fucking I can go ideas f- as we go. That's what we that. do here. I say I can go first um, if you would like. That's what we do here. We come up with ideas on the fly. We give you winners. Schaefer, give them a winner. Give them three. <laughs> Fuck it. Okay, the first one I'm going to go with. Um, a, uh, side note, as I'm going. <laughs> yeah, that was a good point by JP. <laughs> as we'll I'm going out. into nope. um, these uh, games that I'm looking at, I'm looking at kind of who's been hot moving into the tournament and who's been really cold. Drexel. I mean, it's kind of baseball is, or basketball is sort of like baseball, especially like the uh, MLB playoffs. It's kind of usually the team that's been the hottest, who's playing the hottest moving into the tournament. For me, I'm going to be betting against somebody who's been playing like dog shit, and that would be the Wisconsin Badgers. I like North Carolina minus one and a half against Wisconsin. Um, North Carolina is a team that finally is picking it up. Uh, you kind of saw Kentucky Duke in North Carolina were just all off at the beginning of the year, and two of those teams didn't make the tournament. But the one team that's picked it up and has been playing decently well is North Carolina. This is a Wisconsin team that started off really well. Nate Reavers and company and Trice have been very, very average all year, uh, as high expectations were with them in the moving into the season. I don't know. I just I like North Carolina in this pick. It's basically a pick them at one and a half. Um, the second game that I'm kind of eyeing towards is Purdue minus seven and a half against North Texas. Uh, North Texas is kind of a team that played out of its ass in the conference tournament and beat a really, really good Western Kentucky team. I don't think we're going to see the same performance out of this team. They're going to be kind of on that high of, oh, we made the NCAA tournament. This is the greatest day of our lives. This is a really, really solid Purdue team. Um, I haven't really watched Purdue all year, but... Anytime I've had a bet on them, they've just been really solid, and they're just a tough team to beat and get out coached. And then I'm going to give you an upset um, for Friday as one of my top three picks. Winthrop plus 6.5 against Villanova. I know that's kind of a basic upset, but you see those twelve and 15, or those 5 and 12 games, and you know that at least one's going to hit. Um, there's another one I have in mind, but this is probably at the top of my list. This is a Villanova team um, that lost to Georgetown. They've just haven't been the same since Gillespie went down. I think. Thank goodness lost. you said that. I've been waiting for that. Uh, the Georgetown Hoyas are Big East champions. Don't know how it happened. We're thirteen and twelve. We're dancing. We'll take a twelve seed. Keep going. Uh, yeah, they just. I think they've lost uh, three out of their last four um, since he's been down. This is a team out of Winthrop that's twenty three and one. Um, even though they're a mid major school, they're a small school. It doesn't matter. Uh, I like this game a lot. I think it's a huge uh, upset brewing for. The Villanova Wildcats. Yeah, going back to your Purdue spot, watching Purdue over this last week and in the Big Ten tournament, there's a guy in there's an all Big Ten, Travion Williams, who had an absolute day against Ohio State in the quarters. Um, Travion had Purdue, they're down 18 at half, outscored Ohio State by 18 in the second half to push it into overtime. Travion Williams, excuse me, had 26 and 14 in 30 minutes of play, and freshman Jaden Ivey had 19, and I believe he was about 5 of 9 from three-point land. So they have the ability to score. Um, Trevion Williams is one of the best bigs in the Big Ten, as stated from you know being all Big Ten with um, guys like Garza and Co- Coburn and 
um, Hunter Dickinson of Michigan. It's a big deal to be in those um, in that piece in that conference, and I think that team in and of itself will just dominate on the boards. They can dominate inside. They have the guys on the outside who have been shooting it a lot better, and I think Purdue's always sneaky. They had the whole year they were a quiet team in the Big Ten, and they finished third, and it's like, I mean, did you or fourth, and you didn't even realize that they did. Like it was a big deal for them to be in that spot, and I think that's a great pick, and I think that's a team that could be dangerous in March. Let's go to that really fast. Teams of danger, upset brood teams, not obviously like an 8-9, but we're talking like a 15-2 matchup, 16-1. Who should we be on the lookout for? What's the underdog of the year? Who could make a run at this thing? Nothing in a 15 and a 16 line, I'll tell you that. Yeah, I just, I don't, I mean. Not the antelopes, JP? No. Who, yes. Houston, Houston like Houston's is. very very good. Quentin Grimes. They I don't also got one of the better. Like if you're gonna call it a better fifteen, they're one of the Cleveland State's one of the better fifteen. They are. Um, they're scrappy. They won me some bets in their conference tournament last weekend. They played great basketball. That's a solid team. But Houston's very very underrated. I think they're probably one of the most. They might be the most underrated two seed and in the tournament. And they got a great draw. Yeah, like and their little quad down there between Clemson, Rutgers, and Cleveland State with Houston. I mean. I'm not impressed with Clemson. Rutgers has been spotty, but and but has won games. And Cleveland State, a good 15, but as a two in a situation, Houston's been battle tested and gone through everything. I think they'll be fine. But their little quad to the road to the Sweet 16 is a nice little setup for them down there. The yeah. Sharps pick for underdog of the year, Abilene Christian. Do you agree? Against Texas? Yeah. I could see. I could see Texas. It's only being, plus three forty. It's I not could, like something crazy. No, no, no but I, I, I could see Texas being Texas and losing that game. Um, but I, I, when you have when you have Brown and you have Coleman and Shaka, you have Ashaka, who's who's used to this Who has setting. Hair now and yeah, I, this is a different Texas team. I, I mean, I don't know. Shaka They're pretty plan. I mean, it probably could happen. Most of these upsets could happen. We've seen it before, but I don't know anything about and Abilene. You, you want to know about a guy who doesn't give a flying shit about 15, 16, oh, 14s. Jay Billis, anytime anybody talks 14, 15, 16 upsets, he just throws a stat at them. 15s are like 12 and I think, yeah, 89 I and stuff like think. that and stuff like I get that the stat says that, but sometimes things happen, but I don't see a 15 or 16 line being an issue. I think there are teams that have um, tougher draws with 15s. Like you look at an Iona with Patino who's been, they've been a quarantine for most of the it felt like most of the year, mm-hmm. and then come out and win a tournament. They're solid. Um, Cleveland State is really solid. Grand Canyon's been solid in the whack. Like they're a good, ba- that's a good basketball. Oral Roberts is the one issue that I think is not the best. Like they might be the worst fifteen, even though they're on the line with Ohio State, um, who might be the highest ranked too. But I think Oral Roberts is one that you just kind of scratch out and go whatever on. But the other three have some promise to them, but not anything I'm crazy about on the fourteen line. Um, West Virginia plays too good a defense, I think, to lose to a Moorhead State. I think Moorhead State's solid. They've won a lot of games this year, but I think a West Virginia team with um, I'll, I'll, you know, everything they do is too much to ask for for a team to score enough points and lock down West Virginia. The best 13 seed or higher right now is Ohio, the Ohio Bobcats. I Another mean, popular pick by America. That is a popular pick. However, I can't fade America because I just I don't know. I don't think this is a very good Virginia team, and to it's a it, Virginia team that doesn't score again and just plays defense, which I think is, I don't know. I well, think in March you got to play defense, but at some point you got to have a the guy to go to and score get you a bucket, and I don't think Virginia has that. And just in this randomness of the year, 
um, that it has been. Virginia also can't practice until Thursday, and they can't travel until Friday. So, I mean, you throw the human element into it. I don't know. Ohio's story is really cool. Jason Preston has been a stud all year. I don't, I'm sure you guys have seen that guy on social media before. He was a dude who averaged two points a game his senior year. Um, he goes to, like, 1A U tournament. They tell him to go to a prep school. I don't know. He was homeless for a while, and all of a sudden he's a stud. He's averaging 17 a game. I think on the big stage this kid's going to want to light it up and nothing better than a Virginia team that's known to choke a couple of these games in their past. So, A couple? The one, I mean, it's just one of the biggest upsets. And yeah, the biggest history. upset. <laughs> yeah, Shaper, I heard your lock of the locks for Friday is actually Saturday morning is Colorado. Um, I do like Colorado a lot. America doesn't think so. I Did mean, you like Creighton or Villanova? Uh, no, in the Big I, East tournament. I don't like. I don't like Creighton as well. I don't like any of the Big East teams. I like you uh, or. Santa Barbara too, and that's yeah. Cal State Santa Barbara. Yeah, that's yeah. correct. Yeah, you read your screen. No, I wasn't reading my screen. I was guessing. <laughs> read your script. <laughs> Fuck you, Jordan. No, I I don't like any of the Big East teams to be honest. I like um, Colorado and that. I don't know. I just think that. UConn. I mean, you might get offended, UConn's but Ge- Georgetown's bad. run was a little bit of a fluke. But I mean, they Creighton Creighton's on the edge with McDermott, and I don't. I mean, obviously, we saw what happened with him a week ago. Uh, Villanova, like we said, is without Gillespie. I don't remember who Georgetown even beat in the first round, but I don't know. I just don't. It'd be Marquette. Be, yeah, that's a Marquette team that's not very good, but I don't know. Colorado's... They shit on everybody they play. Georgetown absolutely shit on I think it was on just one of those runs play. that happens that we've seen a million times in March where a team wins a conference tournament and finds their way yeah. and sneaks a team out of the bubble that was maybe hanging on by a thread. Um, I but I don't, I don't put trust that. in them to win another game like especially with just how March plays out most of the time it's 100% possible that this team exhausted everything they had played their best basketball of the year and that's just like that's the pinnacle at that moment in time where you win that conference tournament against Creighton and you don't even like you didn't even give Creighton a chance like they blew him out but I don't I think Colorado um, with McKinley Wright at point is just He's one of the best players in the country and in that conference. So I think he's a problem. I think Georgetown's had success with their bigs down low, but I think Colorado has enough to um, play against that. And you look at Creighton, the team they beat. Creighton doesn't have anything too much down low with size and the ability to get rebounds to combat a team like Georgetown that is able to you know pound the boards and get a lot of extra possessions. But I think Colorado does, and they've been battle tested through the whole thing, like with. The Shout out Quidus Wahab, our seven foot center who scores forty points a game because that's the only way we can score. We have no shooters. Um, yeah, no, I agree. But the, here's the thing: here's where you get in trouble. I told JP we're playing Creighton Big East Championship, and their direct quote was, "They're going to get shit on by Creighton." You all <laughs> saw what happened. I didn't say that. I just I don't know. I've been pretty. I, mean, I love Georgetown. I don't believe in Georgetown at all. I mean, it took me telling you on Friday that Georgetown was up four with three minutes left for you to realize what was going on. <laughs> yeah, so because I, I didn't like... watch the first game. Just like you don't watch the Blackhawks game because they play better when you're not watching. I did the same thing because they beat Marquette when I wasn't watching. The whole tournament ran that way, and they were Big East champions. See in March, we love it. We're going to roll Georgetown here. We love the Hoyas. They're rolling. Get the ball inside. A score. person loves the Hoyas. Two people sucks. No, the line's moved in, George, in Georgetown's favor because everybody's picking Georgetown. Which I'm just, is great. I'm saying in the room. Reese, you love Georgetown? I just hope everybody has fun. You love Georgetown? No. 
You like Colorado? <laughs> no, no. Yeah. No. See, so he loves Georgetown. Doesn't like Colorado. Has to like Georgetown. You have to like one or the other. It's fifty-fifty, man. That's how betting works. It's either the bet hits or it doesn't. Um, okay. Any other games on Friday or Saturday that you feel like are locks? Locks? <laughs> no, but games I like. <laughs> yes. Syracuse. Friday. Oklahoma. Friday at noon, Colgate will play the Red Hot Hogs of Arkansas. Um, Arkansas is an eight-and-a-half-point favorite. Colgate, only one loss on the year, and it's kind of one of those situations where you're looking at a Colgate Raiders team who's played well. They won their conference tournament. They're kind of on a roll. They're not a big-time pick to be an upset, but they're definitely kind of on the meter where Arkansas needs to be ready to rock. Arkansas has been playing great basketball towards the end of the year. They shoot the lights out of the gym. I think they're a great basketball team, and I think they can roll easily here with – more size, more speed on the outside, and definitely the ability to shoot the basketball, and that's a big deal when you have guys who can just flat-out score against these smaller schools who maybe can't run it up as much or can't size up with guys that you have. And that's one I really like. That's a noon um, game on Friday. And then the other one that I think is definitely worth looking at, um, Georgia Tech and Loyola Chicago. This game I could go both ways on. We've talked about Loyola a little bit. Um, But this game right here is... Just a fun game to watch. I think this one right here is going to be a great game. This is also at 3 p.m. on Friday. Two and a half right now in favor of Loyola Chicago. But this game is interesting to me for a couple reasons. Because you have Loyola Chicago who didn't necessarily run the Missouri Valley. But they at times it felt like they were running the Missouri Valley. Even when they lost the game they, they, they ran it. I told you. They were the best team in that conference. I'm sorry. I did. Okay. Well, they beat Drake once. Lost to him once. And then the injuries happened. And they beat him by 10 the second time. Or the third time. So they were one yeah. and two and one against the other team in the yeah. conference that was up there. But they also, but keep in mind, they did have to play in Des Moines back to back. Oh, Crimea River! You had to stay I in mean, a hotel and play I'm, a game next I mean, day. That's, a, that's not an excuse. But is I think one injured player an excuse? Two. How about two? I know, but one <laughs> is one. That's my question. Because the other day I asked why Georgetown beat Villanova, and you said because their best player was out. Is one yeah, injured player is an excuse? It depends on the depends on the player. How about yeah. the All American? Yeah, no, so yeah, in that case, yeah, it's a big yeah. deal. But I'm saying in this situation, Loyola was better either way, but I think seeing them without both top scorers, Drake just had no chance of scoring with Loyola, who can play defense and score the ball. But Georgia Tech, obviously ACC champions. They played a couple great games in a row. Um, their head coach was fired up. They've got guys who really believe in what he's doing down there. And I think this game is one I could see the tipping point, but it's going to be a game that I'm really interested to watch. I'm not sure. If Shafe, you had any interest in betting it, but I know well, for a George, fact that George you're Tech. Watch it. George Georgia Tech. Tech. I I am going to pick George Tech. That is one of the underdogs I'm going to pick. Um, another eight nine game that I like. I don't know if you've thought about it, but I do like LSU um, against Ooh. St. Bonnie's. The Bonnie's are a popular pick though, right now. I know that's good. I love it. Uh, LSU is a red hot team, dude. They're tenth in the country in scoring. They're averaging eighty two points a game. Um, they they went toe to toe with Alabama, who. Um, spoiler alert, I have in my final four. I think Alabama's one of the best in the country, but they have a good path. Anyways, doesn't matter. LSU is playing really good basketball. Um, they score at a high rate, and I just don't love St. Bonaventure that much. I don't think the A-10s but they've been all real, caught up to be. I think the A-10s a solid. It's, so, it's solid. Like, it's I fine. think they produce teams. Like this year, for example, they had VCU, St. Louis, who barely missed the cut. Probably with like a team like Oregon State or Georgetown yeah. win the tournament, probably bumped them out. Um, Dayton's been solid all year, but things they've been tested. But St. Bonaventure has been blowing everybody out recently, the A-10 champions. But I think kind of something – I mean, it's another situation where 
the underdog is so loved by absolutely everybody. It's like, do you really want to go with everybody on, you know? Yeah. Because how often is America that right on every Cinderella? Never. You know what I mean? So, like, yeah. It's always, like, the whole point of Cinderella is that nobody knows it's going to happen, right? It's not, you know the story before it even happens kind of thing. So that's the thing that scares me. Um, A game that I like as well, this is a later game on Friday, Rutgers and Clemson. This is a 7-10 matchup. Clemson being the 7, Rutgers being the 10. Rutgers has now moved to a a 1.5 point favorite. Scarlet Knights are battle-tested. They have great pieces in place. Um, You look at Clemson, who has been less than impressive all year with everything in the ACC. I don't think they're that great of a basketball team. I mean, they've been blown out in situations where, I mean, they never had a chance in a couple ball games. The ACC sucks. And you got... um, Baker from Rutgers, and you got guys who are just ready to score, and the ability to score is the big thing for me, especially their first time in the tournament in forever. It is a big deal for Rutgers to be in this situation. So I like the Scarlet Knights there. Um, Geo Baker is going to be a problem, and he always has been. He's a problem for every Big Ten team he plays, no matter who he's going up against. I mean, the guy had a heyday against teams like Iowa and even Illinois in situations, so watch out for those guys. I feel like an interesting 8-9 is Oklahoma. I, like I think that's a really I tough like one. That's yeah. a good one. I like that's Oklahoma. A, I feel like Missouri's been inconsistent, and Oklahoma's no, been a damn good. I do. Team. I like Oklahoma against um, Gonzaga. However, you say Gonzaga. Gonzaga. Yeah, that'd be the second, second round. Too. I mean, just the, the spread. I don't. Know. Oh. That's, what, that's what I want to ask you. Who do we like of the no, of the ones and the twos? Who do you think is the first? Who's to the worst? Who's the worst one? Michigan without livers easily. It's Michigan. Not even close. I think LSU is good enough to beat Michigan without livers. What's his situation? I don't think he's coming back. I mean, they made it seem like indefinitely is. Yeah, I've, I've, from what I've heard, is that the injury on his foot is like, it's a bigger deal than just like you know your average fracture or you know bruise or anything or stress sprain or anything. So a miracle is what I've heard reading on certain things. If he'd be back, but I think that team's still good. I mean, they still got Hunter Dickinson yeah. on the inside. Yeah. They still got. Um, Wagner, Wagner all these, like they have pieces, but I, I get that they'd be more susceptible without living or without livers. That's a big deal. He's just a guy down the stretch in the biggest term of the year mm-hmm. you need. I mean, I think they're fine without him, but I think a Sweet 16 is an upset that could be happening for Michigan. Okay, let's take a break from basketball. We will come back to it. Golf pick really fast. Ricky <laughs> Fowler to top 30 this weekend at the Honda Classic plus 138. Give me that. Uh, I like Ricky. He's playing well. Lately, I think this is the weekend he puts it together. And plus, we're talking top 30. He doesn't have to win the damn thing. We're talking top 30 plus 138. I love that bet. They pay a lot of money to get top 30. They they pay a shit ton of money in the VGA. You get 45th place, you get $25,000. How's that sound? Um, no, I love watching golf. Uh, it'll be a busy weekend. And Ricky Fowler's just got to get 29th place. That's all we're asking here. So, uh, give me Ricky. Going to hockey. I love the over. I love it. It pl- plays tonight, obviously. Rangers, who did we Flyers. just watch? Rangers, Flyers, that game went over in the second period. Holy shit, those teams can score. Tomorrow night, big game, Boston, Pitt. Um, who do you like, JP, in that game? Pittsburgh wins tonight 4-1. Boston to rebound. I think Boston is a great hockey team, and I think they can slow the puck down and then play to their advantages. I think they have a distinct advantage like within their first lines. Um that's one of the best in hockey. So giving up four tonight is not something they're used to. Usually they see their over-under sitting around five and a half. Six rarely would depends on who they're playing. Vegas has no idea what to do but with these two teams. I think 
a team that can keep another team off the board and play great. Uh, oh, wow. Words are so high. Sorry, take a break. We're good. We're good. We're good. Take a break. Here we go. Go ahead. Play great net is a big deal. What in the hell? <laughs> I think it picked it up. Did you get, did you get that? Did you get yeah. that? Yeah. Mike, did you get that? Uh, keep going. But, yeah, I like Boston to rebound, and I think Boston's still a dangerous team out east, so I'll take them in that one. Uh, also, I like over five and a half Dallas and Tampa Bay. I think Tampa Bay scores four, and Dallas maybe sneaks by two in the third period. So uh, I'll take the over in that game. Uh, Carolina, Detroit, over under is six. I think all six might come from Carolina. It's possible. But yeah. Also, Detroit has won some games recently, which is dude. There's no surprising. horrible teams. Ottawa, one of the worst record teams in NHL. I fucking love betting on the Senators. I love it, dude. They're, it's such a young and hungry team that puts so many pucks in the net. I love betting on Ottawa. Not to win, but over to cover. Love it. Okay, keep going. Um, yes, or, yeah, yesterday's game with Carolina was the first time Detroit's um, game total had not been at least seven goals. They got beat 5-2, 4-3, and then won 6-4. Yesterday was 2-1, so this has got to be primed for another big goal setting. It's shown that Detroit can put the puck in the net. And we know Carolina can. So I think an over is a great play here, but it's never bad to play a one and a half anytime the Red Wings are on the ice. Yotes wild tomorrow night. Over is also five and a half. I like the over there. The over is plus 110 because this game the other night, 0-0 after two, the wild put up four in the third period to cover, which I had, the one and a half for the wild. That's actually a pretty good hockey team. I think it goes over tomorrow and Arizona puts a few up of their own. I like that pick. Okay, back to basketball. Finishing touches, last pick, one game each for Friday or Saturday that we have not mentioned, or something that maybe you want to reiterate because it's such a fucking lock, which there's not many that this year. I was just going to say, um, the odds came out for a national champion. Do we have any? Yes, ideas? yes. Also, this Reese idea, everybody draft one team to win the whole thing. Once it's picked, you can't pick anybody okay. else. Each guy gets two teams. I'll tell you. Two what, teams. I'll tell you what the odds are for your teams when you pick them. Okay, go ahead, what, JP. You pick? No, uh, no, you go first, and I'll tell you. Are we doing the game first. thing first, or the draft first? No, we'll do the this draft. Well, draft okay. first. They got enough fucking picks. Pick. Yeah. <laughs> draft first. Take them. Wait, who's first? JP. JP Reese Schaefer Parks. JP, you gotta at least say the Hawks. I mean, if you're not picking the Hawks, no, I don't bet on or against my team. Never You're not going to throw a little. I, you can you can get the Hawks at plus. Just sprinkle it. Plus two thousand. You're not going to sprinkle. No, sprinkle it on or against. It's, you got it at plus two thousand. I thought I just saw it like plus twelve hundred. Anyway, seventeen hundred. My one team or one of my two, Illinois. Damn it. Yeah. This is well. This is according to covers as of yesterday. Parks. Oh, I have it live right here. Championship winner Iowa plus seventeen hundred. Okay, who'd you pick? Illinois. Illinois plus seven hundred. Reese, go ahead. You have the floor. That's your pick. Illinois off the board. Baylor. Fuck you, Reese. Baylor plus five hundred. Ah, uh, now um, I don't want to pick Gonzaga. I'd rather take the field. Let's go. I really. Okay, I'm gonna pick Ohio State. Wow. Ohio State. I'm yeah, I like it. It's off the board. I like it. The first two to get bounced. First two to get bounced. Uh, what I guess, the hell, Reese? I guess I'll take Gonzaga plus two hundred five. <laughs> okay. Nobody wants to gamble on that low of a yeah. I was saying, so you take Gonzaga or the rest of the field? I'll just take Gonzaga. Go ahead. I'm not up. Yeah. Yeah, you. 
Yeah, we're, we're not we're not snaking it. We're not snaking this one. Oh. We'll snake something later. Thank you. Yeah, I'm gonna go off the board a little bit and over to the Big Twelve. Yep. This is an interesting one for me because I've gone back between these two teams, but I think you just catch one kid who's ready to rock and is a big prospect in the right time in a situation where they've already played with some of the best teams in the country. Oklahoma State. Ah, damn off it, the you, board. You, That's you just dis- an off the board. You disappointed. I thought you were gonna pick the other team. Nope. I'm gonna take the other team then. Uh, give me the West Virginia Mountaineers. Yeah, that was my other. Deuce McBride. Uh, <laughs> Plus thirty. 30- 300. That team is ready to rock and roll. Schaefer was actually my turn, so I'm going to take West Virginia. No! Got you! That's true. Are you going to take them before I took them? No, I was Doesn't not. matter. Oh, 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 fuck you! Doesn't matter. <laughs> I love that pick. Hang on, hang on. I'll tie it. Yeah, I'll find everyone. Hang on. Uh, <laughs> JP's teams, Oklahoma State and who, Illinois. Who else? Illinois. Reese's teams, West Virginia. No, no, no. Baylor. I, I, want to Baylor. I want to pick it too. I'm he already got Baylor for me, so he can suck. I want to pick somebody else. Come off the board, Reese. Don't. Um, let's Get go. Off the water too, Hang on. I want to look up what the previous champions and their seeds. How many times has the number one seed won it? I want to just. Virginia was a one. Yeah. Who are you taking, Reese? North Carolina was a one. Shape, are you sticking with West Virginia then? Yeah, Nova was a one. Right? Or are they two? Who? Two that year? I don't know. Give me, I'll go, go. Give me Alabama. Like, no, actually, no. Arkansas. Oh my Arkansas. Ooh. I don't want a two. I like I it. I want a one and a three. Okay, I'll take, uh, I'll take the ACC champion, Georgia Tech. I think they... Uh, Off the board and t- staying red hot. Here, here is as of 2017. Um, this website must have not updated it. Number one, North Carolina won it in 2017. Number two seed, Villanova won it in 2016. Duke, number one, won it in 2015. Number seven seed, UConn, won it in 2014. Um, number one, Louisville. Number one, Kentucky. Number three, UConn. <laughs> and then it goes, number one, Duke. Number one, North Carolina. Number one, Kansas. Number one, Florida. So I mean, Number one, you, Virginia, a couple years ago. Yeah, so, I mean, if you have a one seed, your chances are way like more likely. Okay, combined odds for JP's teams. Plus 700 for Illinois. And plus 2,700 for Oklahoma State. For Reese's teams, Baylor is plus 500. Who is your other pick, Reese? Arkansas. Plus 5,000. West Virginia and Ohio State. West Virginia was plus 3,300, and Ohio State is plus 2,000. Cash it in. Gonzaga is plus 205, and my final pick of (laughs) pick eight winners of Georgia Tech is plus (laughs) 8,000. Okay, we talked a shit ton of basketball today, as we should. March Madness is a huge time of the year for gambling. Uh, Let's have a great one, but let's jump to something new. We're going to do a NCAA Division I logos draft. Our favorite logos, a part of Division I NCAA sports. It'll be a snake draft. Reese will draft first, then it'll be JP, then Schaefer, then myself, and we'll go back down the line. Each guy gets four teams, and if your team is... Picked. Obviously, nobody else can pick them. These are our favorite college logos, branding, anything you want to do. Just something fun, lighthearted, because we're fucking back. Reese, lead us off. Sticking with the theme of March Madness, a team a lot of us are going to remember um, from a couple of years ago. Number one team I'm taking off the off the board, UNMBC Golden Retrievers. You fucking dick. That logo? Yeah. You like that logo? Yeah. It's so sick. I oh, had that dog. I thought they, I That's thought a they, Chesapeake Bay Retriever? I thought I they, liked the dog, too. That's I a Chesapeake Bay Retriever? I had that dog. Show show Took it off the board. I thought they had to be in the tournament. No, we oh, never said that. Oh, my God. Doesn't matter. We're moving on. 
Doesn't matter. Fuck it. it. Fuck it. All right. <laughs> My number one overall pick and number two overall in the draft. I'm going to take this one quick because i got a feeling it's going to get taken by somebody who may be drafting directly after me, the Northeastern Huskies, and that beautiful pooch they have. That is one of the best logos you've ever seen it on a hockey sweater, on a baseball jersey, on anything. It is I think JP thinks one. I'm after him because I would. Oh, I, I also like that pick, oh. but Schaefer's yeah. after him. I think that one's great. Um, one thing, we should put these together and put out a pool and get them voted on on Instagram. Absolutely. On who has the best team? Yep. And make sure we'll specify what logo we're talking about. I'm just talking about the Husky that is below the Northeastern logo. Not the black and red end. We'll make that clear. That logo sucks. (laughs) Well, JP is going to like my pick so much that he wished he would have taken it. Uh, I had it last on my list, but the more I thought about it, JP definitely has this one. Give me the Pistol Pete and the Oklahoma State Cowboys. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Jordan we're good, we're good, we're good. broke the mics. Yeah, that to- was going to be my second pick. Told you guys to piss him off. Bullet! <laughs> yeah. Uh, give me which pistol- logo? Because I love the pi- their golf pistol- logo. The, pistol the one Pete where one. he's just hammering a golf pistol ball. Pistol Pete. Yeah, I like the head. Um, nice. I mean, his full like line head? is pretty cool, too. But Giving or receiving? Oh. <laughs> this is a family-friendly podcast. Yeah, it is. <laughs> we don't... All right, sorry. <laughs> okay. Yeah, That's your up. pick. Uh, leading it, wrapping it up, round one. Reese took, obviously, my my beloved dog who passed away last year, Calvin, the shout-out. Uh, UMBC, JP, obviously, I knew that pick was coming. Northeastern, Schaefe, uh takes Oklahoma State off the board. I'm going Wichita State. I love that logo. I love their branding. Whenever they go black, they wear all black uniforms in mm-hmm. baseball. So beautiful. That's a sick logo. Shocks up. Okay, go ahead. No, you're a sneaker. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's my choice again. I fucking love that. Uh, I'm going to go Tulane. I love the green wave. I love when they input baby blue into their uniform, so I love Tulane. Sorry, I, I, I like which that. one did you pick before Tulane? Wichita State. Fuck. Okay, I had that one. <laughs> God damn. All right. Fuck. Let me, let me keep a list of these so we can go over and I can <laughs> I'll not just, fuck the graphic up. That's what I did. I, okay. Tulane off the board. board. Wichita so State off the board. Who else was taken? Oki State off the board. UMBC off the board. And JP, what was your pick, Northeastern? Yep. And I believe that's it. Wichita State is yours. Yep, I got those two. Shape, you're up. Pick oh, wow. two. Oh, I two. I get two? No, uh, you're one. You no, you one get one. Thing. This I is your me. second pick, all dickhead. All right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Give me. Chief Osceola and the Florida State Seminoles. I love that logo. But he saw my laptop earlier. <laughs> no, no, I really didn't. I love that's uh that's, that's a, why we bring it. It's sick. Watches. I love the the maroon. And, and if you uh, can't picture these logos in your head, fuck you. I'll say if you, you can't need, picture you, you Florida State's logo, then I don't know. Beautifully what you're doing. redone and rebranded, by the way, not too long ago. Um, just kind of cleaned up the logo, made it more vibrant. Things looks great. Upset you got that before I did. They, I, uh, when they play, when Dalvin Cook played for Florida State in football, those black unis they had with yeah. like the seminal chop all over them, yeah. so sick. Okay. I believe G- it's my turn. It is your turn, JP. I am going to stick with the theme of dogs <laughs> and take the Yukon Husky because I think that is a great look too. Um, they JP loves Huskies. Long he loves dogs. Um, <laughs> no, he took back to back Huskies. Yeah, I did take back to back Huskies. But I think that logo, like the dog itself, is. Great, um, going off of just the plain white one they used to have when Kemba was there um, in years past. But I think this new one with the blue on it is just great. It looks I'm not going to lie. I almost took perfect. them as a Cinderella team when we just did that other draft. 
I love. It. I actually yeah. don't think they're pretty fucking good. That's. I think that's a great look, Reese. Reese, uh, second pick. Too. Just because I love second the pick. color scheme and just I think his logo's sick. Coastal Carolina Shanta Cruz. <laughs> <laughs> you should have taken it. I love it. it. I thought they were gonna stay. You got a second one. Here. Or do you get to go again? Yeah. Ooh. ooh, ooh, hang on. Which one do I want to go with? So coastal off the board. There's some. I haven't heard any. I don't. I don't agree with because these are beautiful logos I and beautiful teams. I am teams. gonna go for my next one. Let's go with the. Oh, he's picking. He's, he's, he's not. He's not even he's Are you prepared? So God many. damn it. Let's go with Purdue Fort Wayne Mastodon. IPFW. Oh, it's logos. a stupid elephant. I'm gonna logos. be honest. Look at that new one though. I like that. He's revealing all his picks. It looks very cartoony to me. That looks. I think that's cool. I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan. Okay. That's fine though. You can pick back. Back to JP. Back to me. And I think people may have an idea of where I'm going with this, but I think I was going to go with a rebrand and a new look. But I think I'm going to go with a classic that's kind of found its, you know, way off to the side a little bit at certain school. Sparky from Arizona God. State oh. is a great logo, and I'm not talking. So you're taking the original OG taking, Sparky logo, I'm not the, the fork. Sparky with the pitchfork. Yeah. I think that looks absolutely awesome on helmets. I think it looks better than any of the Tritons they've put on. Um, obviously, they've done a lot of stuff with like a white, a black, uh, maroon, yellow, all that stuff. But I think the Sparky with the pitchfork in hand is a great logo, and I think it looks perfect at midfield and on their helmets. So please bring that back and use it more often. Schaefer, third pick. Um, you guys might be a little surprised by this one, but give me the Cal State Bakersfield Road Runners. Wow, yeah. I like that. I actually like that logo. Yeah. Blue it's a, it's a, I don't really even know what the fuck it is, but I love it. <laughs> I mean, it just looks so weird. Their court. Look at their court. Runner? It's blue. Yeah, it's they're Road Runners. But it doesn't look like the UTSA Road Runner. It looks like a no. It looks like a cartoony. cartoony. Yeah, that's why. I'm I gonna it. stay with JP's train for my third pick. I'm classifying them as a Division One team. Because they are in hockey, we actually played this team. I love St. Cloud State's Husky logo within the red circle. Not a huge fan of the S, T, and the C, but I love the Husky logo. If you haven't seen it, it's on my screen right now. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. It's a beautiful logo. It's a cool yeah. And I'm uh, sticking with St. Cloud State as my third pick. We'll qualify that as a V1. Absolutely. Uh, for my fourth pick, I'm going with the actual Tuss logo that Cal State Fullerton uses. So my fourth and final pick is used on Cal State Fullerton, and that that is a cool elephant logo. Not a fan of the IPFW. Love this elephant logo. Hey, they're just PFW. You know, there's no I in it. No, it's IPFW. It's Indiana Purdue Fort Wayne. Yep. Okay. Fourth pick. Fourth round. <laughs> Starting the fourth round, I just did it. Purdue Back Wayne. to Schaefer. Schaefer, your last pick. What do you got, man? I was stuck between the same color schemes but I'm going to stick with it I might even get cancelled for this give me the UNLV oh I like that logo yeah give me kind of their older look with more gray I like that logo why would you get cancelled they tried to they tried to cancel the rebel because just oh really because the rebels synonymous with the cell yeah oh okay everything's getting cancelled okay go ahead JP All right, this one I am locked between because I there are a couple that I could take and I would be happy with all of them. Um, between the two that I'm really staring at right now. Look, he's unranked either. He's always doing it. No, I got him. There's so many beautiful teams Yeah, that's there. the problem. I have four left in one slot. So here's, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to think pure catches your eye right away. 
Fairfield Stags, that deer logo, and that is just awesome. I saw I that. Mean, that I love that logo. One of my favorite ones for sure. It's it's a very unique logo. That's there's your not pick. Not a lot of deer logos out there. There's not a lot of things like that. And stags, and that the red and the black looks awesome. So yeah, take the Fairfield Stags. I was so torn. I think that's a great logo. I wanted I wanted to pick Arkansas, but I just just didn't. I don't know. I, I love the pig, but eh, I just that's too basic. Okay. Fourth and final pick of this Reese. draft. Reese, what Long are you wrapping it? Island University Sharks. I haven't even heard of that. Is that no, a, is they're that blue, a, aren't they? Let me see. L-I-U. Yeah. L-I-U Ooh. Brooklyn? I love Sharks. that baby blue. Sharks. Are all their uniforms baby blue? I think, I I love think that. Reese gets last place. I think Reese gets last place. <laughs> no, no, no. He has a good draft. You guys all pick power fives. This is honestly, for the, for the viewers and the listeners, this is going to be a tough choice. Okay, I just thought of something that we have to wrap this episode up with. I missed upon it last week because I forgot to look at the notification for it. Let's go back. We finally got to the bottom of this damn thing. Yeah, I want some honorable mentions. Oh, yeah, okay. Well, honorable mentions Long, really Long Island is uh, D1. They're certified. Yeah, we knew that. Yeah, we... I thought we were I just, arguing. Honorable mentions, the Demon Deacon at Wake Forest. Oh, I love the WF, too. Great call. Um, Creighton, I think Creighton's branding is awesome. Anytime you see a t-shirt or a sweatshirt with that, that color scheme on it, I think it looks slick. Way I better think than that logo one. is just just a great great look. Like it is, um, The Blue Jays is unique. I think the C itself and the colors within it are nice. Um, a rebrand that I've talked about many times before within this household. Louisiana Monroe. Louisiana Monroe. Warhawks, they literally went from like a 2 on a scale of 1 to 10 to like an 8. Like it looks, that rebrand, the color change looks Awesome. If you don't know what I'm talking about, look that up. Um, and then honorable mention, Southern Illinois' new Saluki logo, I think looks great, as well as North Florida's Osprey and Stetson Hatters. That's a more simple one, but I like the hat worked into the S. I think it's, yeah, 100% unique. I also like the new Charlotte 49er C with the hammer in the, in the logo. I like mm-hmm. that, too. That looks good. If I have honorable mentions, it's going to uh, NAU, Northern Arizona. I love the look of their actual lumberjack that they just incorporated this mm-hmm. year. If you haven't seen it, look at that. That's beautiful. Um, I also had DePaul. I love the Blue Demon. I'm not a huge fan of the entire triangular shape that they have, but just the font and the Blue Demon itself, super cool. Uh, obviously, I had UMBC on there as well, and then I got all my other picks, so we're good. Bruce, you got any honorable mentions we didn't say? Uh, the Albany Great Danes. Yep. Like Love the, the Albany's logo is sick. Anything involving a bulldog, Drake. Lyons, Anything involving Drake, a dog. Bryant. 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 Oh, yeah, Bryant right there. <laughs> Anything involving a dog, awesome. I think Florida Gulf Coast, um, that eagle's pretty unique. I like that. Um, and then last one I saw was pretty cool. I thought uh, just because it's a, the Wolverine, it's different from what I've seen, Utah Valley. Oh, yeah. I like that. I Way like different than what you would see. I like that. Mississippi Valley Delta also, that devil. Yeah, sick. when they use it. Sick. They don't want to use the MVP. They suck at sports, yeah. but right. sick logo. Yeah, I like that. It's a good look. Shaper. Shaper. Yep. Yeah, I, like I said, um, Blue Pig. I really like the, the new Arkansas logo. I just like the pig in general. Um, but some of mine would just be retro. I love, I mean, <laughs> I'm going to be a little biased. I love the old Iowa State logo. I missed Cy being on there. The whole flying herky at Iowa is all time. That's my favorite logo they've used. Um, the NC State Wolf Pack when they actually used oh. the wolf. I like the that. Middle, can we bring back or like normalize bringing back retro logos at midcourt like yeah. Louisville and NC State have done and put that old logo at midcourt? It looks yeah. awesome. And then I forgot. Worst college basketball court goes to Oregon. Keep going though. 
No, and then the last one that I just found out on Google, um, but I completely forgot about. You guys remember the Miami logo when it was just a hurricane? Yeah. Yeah. That one was sick. I forgot how... There are so many logos that have gotten worse. Yeah. Oh, 100%. There is so many sick, like, old alternate logos or anything like that. There are so many out there. Like, I think a lot have gone away, like, trying to just rebrand and, you know, like, things like that, which I understand you got to do with time, but I think some teams have just gotten away from what, like... Arizona State, yeah, like you're the Sun Devils, but all you have is the Triton now. I think it's just kind of. Also, Iowa State's old logo with the, the actual spinning chicken yeah, in the yeah. cyclone, so sick. Yeah, no, way I, better. I, I do, I do miss this old side. I mean, like JP said, I feel like that's an older logo. Like the I State just looks mm-hmm. more modern now, but yeah, I do miss the the old logo. That for was sure. so sick. Yes. Uh, sure. Okay, I have to wrap it up with this quick, quick talk on this. Scott Frost loses to Matt Campbell in the Twitter poll, fifty-two. Uh, was, it even, was it close? To forty-eight, yeah, fifty-two percent oh, to forty-eight. 52, oh, yeah, nice. Like, uh, but overall, you had, Scott you had, Frost you had, won. You had four different options. Yeah, it was Scott Frost by knockout, Scott Frost by oh, submission, oh, oh, gotcha. and then same options for Matt Campbell. Gotcha. The overall winner was Scott Frost by knockout, which gotcha. is the right answer. It's the only <laughs> fucking right answer. I remember what I took, but I remember. Uh, um, yeah, Scott Frost loses that battle, according to 21 Twitter idiots. Um, <laughs> no, 20. I was in there. Uh, so Scott Frost should have won that battle. That's crazy, but we had fun with it. We will post the teams from this College Logos draft. Vote for your favorite one. We're going to tag the teams, too. Get their fans involved. We love talking about logos. It's something we talk about often. We appreciate you joining us. Huge week for betting. Let us know who you're taking, who you think you're, who's going to win March Madness, who's going to be the college basketball national champion. We appreciate you joining us, and we will see you next time. Love you, Mom. Happy on the social, man. Glory to you, Royce.